Carol Ofori. Weekdays, 9am to 1pm. East Coast Radio. All right, it is a Woman Crush Wednesday, and this is where we um, chat to different women in different industries doing phenomenal things. And you can join us right now on Facebook Live. So head on over to Facebook Live. Uh, you can see us in studio having this conversation. We chat to women in different industries, completely being trailblazers, changing lives, doing phenomenal work. And today in studio with me right now is an incredible woman from right here in Durban who has a passion for empowerment, a passion for safety and security, and generally for making sure everyone knows how to keep safe in this incredibly crazy world, right? And she is also the CEO of Dragon Protection Services. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Trisha Parshottam. How are you? Good morning, Carol. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity. I'm good. It's great to have you. And I say so because, like I said, yesterday the president had a whole conference there in Johannesburg, Gallagher State, talking about gender-based violence. The statistics are out. 52% more women are being killed in our country, whether it's through rape, assaults, all sorts of violent crimes, we are the victims. So I find you being here, literally the timing is impeccable, right? Absolutely. It's impeccable. Let's talk about what you do. So Carol, as the CEO of a security company and being female, Mm -hmm. I decided we need to change the landscape and we need to change the landscape of the company to look 10 years down the line and make it more sustainable. Yeah. Uh, Let's look at what's around us. Let's look at what's happening around us and how can we empower and develop a society that can be more equipped for what is the reality of the situation here in South Africa. Right. Um, we live in a country which is riddled with crime. Yes. We cannot run away from it, and yeah. it's just going to get worse. Mm-hmm. South Africa has one of the world's worst Gini coefficients. In other words, the inequality in our salaries is absolutely huge it has one of the biggest gaps so what does that do with the impact of fourth industrial revolution and all the technology that we have access to along with all um, the many have-nots that Mm. are now walking around society uh, you then have a whole bunch of complacent people walking around that don't actually know what they're doing because you're constantly on your cell phone you touch off a button opening your boots off your car what are we doing? We're shopping in the mall, pushing one hand with the one trolley with one hand, holding our cell phone in the other hand. Mm. So you complacent. We've got technology which we're addicted to, and then you have a whole lot of have-nots walking around. That's a recipe for absolute disaster and a country with the worst Gini coefficient. So I decided. Well, the time is now. There's no time like now. Yeah. And as you just mentioned, women are one of the most vulnerable sexes in terms of crime. And the statistics are out the window in terms of women uh, gender-based violence. So we've developed ways in which we are trying to allow for this to change by simply rewiring the way a person thinks. Okay. So how do you rewire somebody? Um, essentially, situational awareness requires for the mindset to be rewired. Right. Everything that we do on a daily basis yeah. has gaps. Right. For example, what I just mentioned, when we are parked outside school, we touch off a button, open the boot. Your child hasn't even come out the gate, but your boot's open, you're ready, you're waiting. Mm. There has been a lot of issues where you have had people jump into the booth, steal your laptop, run, and even get into cars, and you don't even know that someone's waiting in your car. Mm. Um, 
so that's just a little example. And yeah. then there's there's numerous other examples. Where to sit when you get into an Uber, how to how to behave when you're in a public toilet, what to look for. Right. Various aspects that we actually continue doing on a daily basis, but don't do it by being situationally aware. Right. And I love how you said to me earlier, there's a massive difference between being paranoid yes. and being situationally aware. For example, yes. I'll give you a classic example. Yes. Um, I dropped my kids off at school. Yes. I am highly aware that yeah. the time I take to strap my child in yes. makes me vulnerable. Absolutely. I am highly aware of this. And yes. on several occasions, a person will walk by and my heart starts to beat. <laughs> yes. Because I think to myself, if this person tries to attack me in this moment, yeah. I cannot do anything. Correct. Um, and, and being situationally aware like that as a mom and not strapping your child and not being aware of who's yes. walking around you or who's parked behind you yes. or around you, right? Yes. Can literally change a situation. No, absolutely. And I think I think what needs, as you said, there's mm. a big difference between paranoia and mm. being situationally aware. So what's mm. the difference? Mm. Situationally awareness, situational awareness basically is acting on proof. Mm. It's acting on something that you know that is about to happen. So if you knew and you were so situationally aware, look, I'm going to get myself into a situation. I can see trouble coming my way. Mm. You remain calm. And honestly speaking, as terrible as it sounds, but you, but, but, but you actually make the job of the criminal a lot more easier if you calm, you're situationally aware, and you're prepared for what's coming your way. Mm. Um, they take what they need, they go. However, if you were highly situationally aware and you knew exactly right, I can get out of the situation, they're coming, if I, if I look this way, if I turn this way, if I, if I put my buttons down, if I drive straight, if I leave enough space between me and the car in front of me when yes. I'm at a stop street, I'm able to get out of a scenario. 100%. Um, being paranoid is exactly what happens to you when mm. you're putting your child into a car seat. Mm. That's because you, you didn't get off your car. You didn't look around you before you got off your car. Mm -hmm. You didn't have an idea of what and who was around you. Now, if you had an idea of what was coming your way, you wouldn't be paranoid. True. You'd be situationally aware. Okay, there's nothing around me. We're fine. We're safe. I've got. You're so right. Yes. And that's exactly it. So the difference is I hop out of the car, not checking my surroundings, yes. get to the point where I'm strapping her in, realize it's taking it longer than usual. There's a man coming, didn't notice this man's coming. Now the panic kicks in. Yes. Whereas if I park the car, had a look at my surrounding, yes. made sure it was clear, yes. stepped out of the car, consistently just checking my surroundings yes. as I'm strapping her, it brings the calmness on. It you would. are so right. It would. Because now you, you, you would be so in right. this situation where you've got your child, you've got this man coming towards you, and if he did have the intention to attack you, mm. it would be an absolute disaster because mm. it's you, your child, you're in a panic. So the entire purpose behind the talk that I deliver, it's called How to Be Your Own Bodyguard. Um, it's something that teaches you how to be situationally aware. It's 45 minutes of training your brain and teaching you how to rewire your thought process in various circumstances. I so the Ubers, the public toilets, home invasions. I want to get to that because we had one this weekend. Really? I haven't spoken about it on air. Luckily, I was not that. home. This happened to my husband at our home in Joburg, and he's currently going through the counseling. But I want to throw at you, um, just give us maybe five tips 
um, from different scenarios where we can be a lot more situationally aware. I know this is an entire 45-minute talk, yes. but if you can give us five tips just sure. of being more aware as, as, as people and women. No problem. So, Carol, the first thing I'd like to ask you. Yeah. Do you have a plan in your home? Have you sat down with your family and actually said, should somebody come in? No. Who's doing what? No. No. Okay. So that's the first thing. When it comes to home invasions, we we tend to say human nature. When it happens, we'll deal with it. You know, when when it breaks, we'll fix it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, with home invasions and crime, you can't fix it once it's done. Mm. But you can be prepared and you can just make it easier and you can make it quicker. And you can just make it go away a lot quicker. Okay. So, yes, you'll have electric fences, you'll have perimeters, you'll have dogs. Those are all early warning detection signals. And they just delay the time for the person to enter your home. Right. Obviously, we have become very accustomed to certain sounds in our houses. Right. So, oh, it's just the geezer again. Oh, Oh, it's just this leaking. Oh, that's the door banging again. But when this actually happens, how many times do we dismiss the sound? Yeah. So we need to go, we need to actually investigate the sound. Mm Because if you investigate and if you actually are aware that maybe sometimes it's not that, Mm. you've now managed to ensure you've closed your doors, you've brought the kids in if they're outside very gently. You don't have to go, come inside, there's somebody outside. You just have to go, you know what, kids, come inside, let's have a snack. Mm. Keep it calm. Close the door. But you are now situationally aware and you are very present. And Mm. what we call this is color code yellow. Okay. So in the situation awareness talks, when we talk about home invasions, along with all the other crimes, we base this talk on Colonel Jeff Cooper's color codes. Um, And in terms of the color codes, it's the different alert levels that you will go through Mm -hmm. when you are in a situation of crime. Mm. And I teach you how to rewire yourself in the various situations. Mm -hmm. Coming back to home invasions and the tip, if you are in color code yellow, your family had, had you had a home invasion plan in place in terms of when something happens, you grab the panic button, you grab the cell phone, you will stand guard here at this gate. We will go into the bathroom. It has ventilation. We will open the window. But it also has a window that we can jump out of. You now have a plan. Everybody's mm. not running for the cell phone. Everybody's not running for the panic button. Mm. Everybody has a duty to right. perform okay. to ensure that, as I said earlier on, the job of the criminal gets done a lot quicker. Because right. despite your electric fences, despite the dog, as mentioned, they will continue to come in. Okay. But if you were in color code yellow, you closed your door, you realized and you acknowledged that there was a threat and you pressed your panic button. What have you done? You've got your home invasion plan, which everybody knows now what they need to do. You've pressed the panic button. Help is already on the way. You've put up a message onto your co- your uh, community WhatsApp group or your neighborhood um, WhatsApp group. You now have help on the way. You cannot deal with this in a lot more of a calmer situation. Chances are they will leave, but there are also chances that they will still come into your property. Scary. But if they come in, you've now done everything necessary Mm. that's going to prevent the situation from escalating. Got you. 
Give us a tip for, you mentioned the public bathrooms. Yes, so public bathrooms. When you get into a public bathroom, you need to look. So a lot of the public bathrooms have a space Mm. between the door and the floor. Mm -hmm. You're able to have a look at who's actually standing in there. Now, you're not being rude. You don't have to go and like look underneath. Just kind of have a look and see. And you can see if there's somebody that's not meant to be in a female bathroom. Right. Um, a, a man's shoe and a man's foot size is yeah, yeah. chalk and cheese. 100%. Um, if the door does not permit you to do this, when yeah. you're getting out of the bathroom and you've and you're done we're generally very busy trying to put our hair right trying to put our bags over our shoulders we're so busy looking at ourselves still putting our mm. shirts right or our dresses right that we don't look in front of us directly in front at the of the mirror mm. so if you look in the mirror in front of you you'll be able to see on either side if there's actually anybody on either side of you in either cubicle cubicle Mm. that will grab you and pull you in because this is actually what's been happening um in bathrooms and that's how it happens as you're coming as you're coming out you get pulled into the next cubicle or push back into the one that you were in and oh my gosh yes and don't think that because you've got cleaning teams that are in there that are constant they they walk away they 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 turn a blind eye whether they're in it whether they whether they're not in it or whether they just don't want to be targeted Mm. Well, those are all questions that are left to be still answered. Sure. But you cannot depend on anybody else to take care of you. In terms of hijackings, a tip in terms of hijackings, um, two kilometers before you approach your house and your driveway, we're always trying to get that last bit of music in before we get home and we (laughs) start with the kids and the homework and what have you. Switch your radio off. Mm. Switch your radio off. Start driving in color code yellow. Um... Look around you. Be aware of what's happening. If you're being followed, and if you're being followed, you don't need to drive half, you know, halfway back to where you came from. Just go around the block because sometimes someone's actually just going in the same direction, direction that yeah. you're going in. Yeah. So you don't want to be paranoid. Yeah. Again, you're going to be situationally aware. Mm. But if you've now gone around the block and you've lost them, that's great. And if you haven't, then you need to familiarize yourself with the police stations in the area that you're visiting. You may not be going home. You may go and visit somebody else. But how many people actually know where the nearest police station is to, to where they are going? To where they're going. To yeah, where right. they're going, full stop. Yeah. You, you probably know where it is in proportion to your home. Right. But to where you are going. You don't. Um, hmm. it, these are all things that we need to do. Um, and then in an Uber. Yeah. Uh, sit behind the Uber driver if you are traveling by yourself. Okay. And if you can see that you're not going where you're supposed to go and you've asked him to stop the car and, um, you know, you, you're you not heading in the right direction, um, well, then there's things that you can do from the back seat. To uh, the driver. To the driver. Yeah. Handbag, seat belts. Yeah. yeah. But I'll teach you all that in my talk. Yes. See, I always... Um, when I get in an Uber, I ask him to pop the boot because in Joburg there was a big thing where guys were hiding in the boot. Yes. And they kicked the back seat in. And actually, tomorrow day, her mom yes. was a victim of this crime. Wow. And, and it ended very badly for her. Yep. Um, and, you know, I check, pop the boot, I yes. have a look, and then I get into the back seat. I also make sure that I can open. The, the back seat. Back seat. So that was from the inside. Yes. And that was the other thing I wanted to get to familiarize yeah. yourself with where the release button for the door is because every uber's release button is 
different. Yeah. And don't move into the Uber. We have this habit of putting our jackets on the seat, putting our handbags on the seat. Take some people yeah. take their shoes off in the Uber. Yeah. So when it's time to run, sure. You, you don't have your you, shoes you, on, you don't have your handbag, nothing. you can't get your cell phone. Don't move into the Uber. I'm gonna take a short break and we're gonna have our final thoughts as well as how to get in touch with you, sure. Trisha. Yeah. We have like three minutes left, so let me get your contact details for those who want to get in touch to get you to come and do some talks at their companies. How do they get in touch? Okay, so they can just simply send me an email at sales at dragonprotection.co.za. All right. And it's sales with an S at the end. Okay, sales at dragonprotection.co.za. Um, I know you had last few 30 seconds you wanted to share with us what yes. you're working on. So we're busy working on a collaboration with Drinkable. Yes, uh, Dragon Protection mm-hmm. Services is now designing a safety kit, which will be able to fit into an evening size handbag. Right. Along also a man bag. And in there will be three safety um Tools. One mm-hmm. would be a taser, one would be a little pen knife, okay. and one would be a pepper spray along with a drinker bell. Wonderful. And you, you can purchase and this you from yourself? you can purchase it from ourselves. We're going to be launching it in a couple of weeks of time. I will make Give sure that, that it's, yes, I'll keep everybody posted. And then incorporated with the situational awareness, it's a two-day team building, which we've now structured, structured through Dragon Protection Services. Right. Um, corporates can contact us for this team building on safety and security time at the shooting range, a very specialized self-defense course, and your situational awareness talk, all jam-packed into two days of adrenaline and fun. Adrenaline and fun. We love it, Trisha. Thank you so much for making time to speak to us. We appreciate it. Contact Trisha at sales at dragonprotection.co.za. Trisha Prashadam, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Carol. Carol Ofori. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. East Coast Radio.